0: Smokey
1: and the brisket. Nikki and Grisel eat it. Tell you if it's great or if it's bad. Two, three, four. Barbecue in Toronto. Not what it's known for, but that's where we are, so it'll do. Woo woo. Hello, and welcome to Smokey and the Brisket, a a podcast where two morons talk about Toronto barbecue. I'm Nikki Ashworth, and with me is my co host,
0: Chris Melito. And joining us as our guest diner today is the third moron, Dean Broughton. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> so nice that we can come together as morons.
1: I like that we acknowledge what we are without yeah. hesitation.
0: Yeah, it's fair because really, we're not experts in this field.
1: No, we don't claim to be. No, that, but, that's the whole point of the podcast, really. But we're
0: experts at having fun in this field.
1: We are. We do
0: have that going for us. I don't even know how I got here.
1: <laughs> well, I do.
0: Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we should we should point this out. Um, uh, full disclosure for our audience, Dean is, in fact, actually Nikki's boyfriend. So, now, we don't want you to allegedly. think... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> current boyfriend, current I believe. Boyfriend. Is the... <laughs> current boyfriend.
2: Alleged current
0: boyfriend. <laughs> we, no, we don't want you to think that we can't get, like, other people to be on the no, show. No, we don't
1: no. want you to think that.
0: We don't. I and have,
1: I have like, three people like I know, up. so yeah. I have,
0: like, four or five at <laughs> yeah, least who are interested in doing we're this. So, I have a very flexible schedule. Yeah. Right, so that's, that helps. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, I mean, we're, not, we're probably not going to get Bobcat Goldthwait or Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver on are. the show. No. Sorry, but... Um, we, we definitely can get people other than our significant others on the show. Uh, Dean, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and like what you like to do in your spare time. Obviously. <clears time. throat>
2: um, in my spare time, I like to date Nikki Ashworth. <laughs> <laughs> Suck up. Um, yeah, I, I thought I'd start up with a, a little bit of that sucking up. Um, what do I like to do in my spare time? Uh, I do like to do active things. <clears throat> um, I like to ski. I like to take long walks in the park. Ooh, yeah. What about uh, on the beach? Are you one of those beach walking uh, You people? know what? Beach walks. You know the sand's kind of mushy. You kind of it's it's hard to walk on the beach. You know, it's not fun. I prefer walking on more like trails. Kind of, you know.
1: He's an avid hiker.
2: I'm an I really am an avid hiker. Cool. Uh, grew I, up near
1: Algonquin. I so grew her. yeah,
2: so I grew up just east of Algonquin Park, out in the middle of nowhere. So, uh, I'm more comfortable in a more rural setting, although I have been living in this city of Toronto for about 20 years, so I don't know what that says about me.
0: Well, I guess I'm all about duality. The important (laughs) question I need to know the answer to is how many times have you portaged a canoe? Oh, quite a few times in the past, but not so
2: in the last few years. I had a bit of an accident, uh... With my spine. Not related to portaging. Not related, <laughs> not related to portaging. To portaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It wasn't yes. a terrible
0: portaging accident yeah. then. No, Good. no, no, no.
1: Oh, and if anyone's wondering, but how would he be skiing? He meant cross-country, cross-country. not yeah. downhill. Yeah. Oh, you didn't specify that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't yeah. downhill skiing. I used to
0: work on a ski hill hey. uh, when I was a kid. Listen, cross-country skiing is just as valid a type of skiing as downhill skiing. And I think cross-country skiers should just say skiing when they describe what they do. And if people want to assume that it means downhill skiing, like a bunch of elitists, a bunch of Harvard elitists, then they can they can assume that, but they're wrong.
1: <clears throat> well, I'm a Harvard elitist then, because even I was like, Dean doesn't ski. I mean, like it took me a second to understand what i I would he just meant. like to
2: point out, as someone who does cross country ski, that there are times, well, you are cross country skiing, that you will have to go downhill. Down that is true. Yes, yes, and it's actually tougher because you're well, I still use skis from another era because <coughs> I'm poor, <laughs> and uh, so your toe is the only thing that clips in on these skis, so yeah. I have to, I have the toe up, and I have to do that weird kind of... There's a lot telemarketing. Telemarketing, that's exactly. it. Thank you, yeah. Telemarketing,
0: yeah. Telemarketing, yeah. 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 It's lots of Not fun. Not telemarketing, that's when you answer phone. Okay, that's what I thought you said, I well, well, yeah. I mean, if you can imagine to do both at the same time, that would be pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. If you can make phone calls while, while telemarketing. Yeah. Yeah, be good. I might start a new podcast. About telemarketing, telemarketing? Well, telemarketing. I like it. It's a yeah, good idea. Yeah. I think we should do that. Uh, <laughs> today we ate at a wonderful restaurant out in the West End of Toronto. Not that West End, but kind of West End, called uh, Smoke and Bones. They are at 869 Queen Street West. Uh, you can also find them on the interwebs. Uh all three of their Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook accounts are smoke and bones, and I will spell that for you because it's not a standard spelling. Not
1: what you think.
0: S M O Q U E and then the letter N and then the word bones, the regular one.
1: Smoke Q and bones. Smoke
0: Q and bones. Just think of it that
1: way. There's yeah. your whole mnemonic tip.
0: There's probably also a Star Trek joke in there somewhere. Because of bones. <laughs> Dr. McCoy as yes, well. That's, ooh. I but thinking, I can't. Yeah. I was thinking
1: smoke. I, was I can't like, think what? of what that would be.
0: <laughs> and and DeForest Kelly is dead, so they couldn't do a cross-promotional. But they could maybe get Carl Urban. The they could get Carl Urban. You guys are good room. Room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damage him. I'm a doctor, not an escalator. <laughs> is that one of the ones from the that's, show?
2: Yeah, that's from the original. Oh, okay. I'm that's a good one. Of a, I like that. I'm a bit of a nerd, by the way.
0: I well, Full disclosure. <laughs> I think we all are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the restaurant itself, the premises, um, wheelchair accessibility to get in the door, but the bathrooms are in the basement, so probably not fully wheelchair accessible, although yeah. maybe there's something I don't know. Maybe there's a, um, a service elevator or something like that. We I, can...
1: I, I did not uh, partake of the washrooms this time.
0: Oh, so you were the one of the three. <laughs> I was the
1: one of the three. Unlike last time. Unlike last time, I, it was I me. I spoke extensively about the washroom at yeah. the last establishment.
0: The, the washrooms were more fine. What did you, uh, uh, Dean, tell us, what, what did you think of, like, the general ambiance of the place? Whatever well, you think. I, I have listened to the past
2: podcast, <clears throat> at least half of it, and I did hear <laughs> I'm the so part. so supportive. I'm so supportive. I'm a supportive boyfriend. And I did notice at the beginning of the last pa- podcast, you did talk about bathrooms at the beginning. So I made a, some really extensive notes about the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe don't go on, because that that was our downfall last time. <clears throat> okay, yeah. okay,
2: I won't go that far into it. But I thought the steps were very uh, short. Like, my foot seemed to be longer than the steps. I don't I agree know, maybe with that. just me. I agree with that assessment. And I found them rather slippery. There was some sort of black tar paper on the steps that yeah. I think they were using for, like, sort of traction. Yeah. But as you pointed out to me, because we kind of talked about it... Uh, afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's probably because they do all the barbecue or the grilling downstairs.
0: Yeah, yeah. So one of their major be- prep. Well, the major prep facility is downstairs, mm-hmm. and then they've got a grill upstairs on the main level that you can actually see into from the bar. Which mm-hmm, was you kind can of see what cool. they're doing. That is cool. yeah. yeah, I did yes. like that, and they do the chopping up of the ribs right there on mm-hmm. the the bar in front of you, um, if you're sitting at the bar. Um, but yeah, like a lot of places that have their cooking facility in the basement, um, barbecue places, the, the the stairs can be a little bit. Um slippery. Same thing at, at, at uh Hogtown Smoke um mm-hmm. on Queen Street in the beaches as well. It's it's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. So just just be careful if you're going down the stairs, I guess is what we're saying there. Um but otherwise, any other thoughts? And uh, Nikki, what did you think of the the overall ambiance of the location?
1: Um, I thought it was my, my first impression was it was a lot smaller than I was expecting it to be based on the outside.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
1: very narrow and uh, half of the establishment is that bar area with the, the kitchen grill area. Mm-hmm. So that takes up quite a bit of space. So then there's the bar and then there's a narrow space to sit mm-hmm. and there's uh, coat racks on the wall. And then where we were was sitting up at the front and I think there were four tables up at the front. And they're the type of tables that are the tall tables where tall you boys. have... Tall boys, where you have the matching <clears throat> tall square stools. Stools were really, really heavy, which is good in the sense that they're not going to fall down. Yeah, uh, but, I, I, but they were comfortable. They were, but they're really heavy. I was surprised how heavy they were. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that type of seating. That's just a personal preference. I don't like tall
0: boys either. Um,
1: no. I also, where we were, we were, we were nowhere near those coat racks that I mentioned. Yeah. So we had to do the whole sit on your coat thing, where you mm-hmm. drape your winter jacket over the, your the stool. And I sit don't on like it. that. Yeah. I would have liked it if they had hooks. On the tables or underneath. under the table. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of establishments do.
0: We were um, right by the door and it was cold. We were
1: right by the door. It was a little cold. But that's going to happen but, in any um, I had a nice view. We were, you know, right in front of the window so I could look out at the world while I was eating. Uh, that I appreciated. But, uh, yeah, those tables are not my favorite. I just feel really exposed.
0: They also have an upstairs as well, which we didn't see. We don't know how no. big that mm-hmm. is. But that's probably... That's
1: for special people.
0: Yeah. I thought the decor,
2: like, in general just seemed kind of like that typical barbecue masculine kind of yeah. feel to it. Like it was dark, but then like it looked like some carpenter just left his crap on the walls. Did you see the random pieces of wood on the walls? I don't know. Yeah. I, I,
0: I'm not a big <laughs> fan of that stuff. A lot of wood and metal. Yeah. Yeah. And it just doesn't make any sense. Makes like it like you're in a barn or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, was yeah. I didn't
0: mind that. I thought I was all right with yeah. it.
2: It's it was quite kind of dark in there. The though. It was very
0: dark. It um, was it was a little dark, but the music yeah. was good. The music yeah, we, we was good. We did note the yes. music. Yeah, yes. they Except the Steely Dan. I don't care for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Steely Dan fans. It's all right. I think they'll survive. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say that, like, from a restaurant experience perspective, the service was fantastic. Right. Yes,
1: it was yeah. good service. Our
0: server was Cat, and she was really good. She was. Yep um and i thought that uh, overall like just being there was a was a really great experience i had a really good time we, should we get into the ratings
1: right i think I've, we should we got I a lot to cover we do kids. have a lot to cover so yeah. so
0: another full disclosure at the beginning of the meal we we t- we always tell every establishment that we're going into Every establishment, (laughs) two, the two, all two of them that we've been into, that we are recording a podcast, that we will not be using any, um, uh, any audio recording of any of the people who work there or anything like that. You know, obviously without anyone's permission or um, that particular nature. Um, And we told them we were recording a podcast, and I guess our server told the boss, and the boss sent us over a small. Sample platter. A sample platter. Yeah,
1: of uh, three items that we hadn't previously ordered. So uh, we have even more to cover Mm -hmm. because there were three extra items that uh, were were fun to eat. The
0: double-edged sword.
1: The double-edged sword. The blessing and curse of free food.
0: (laughs) Yes. Free,
1: but do we have the room? Yeah. We had to make the room.
0: We had to make yeah, yeah. We had to try everything, and we ended up with a lot of leftovers. We
1: ate a lot of food today. We did. We we covered a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on food wise.
0: I regret all of my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with uh with that with that share platter plate share thing. Share okay. That so just, we should start with
1: just to break down the share platter. We had uh, this was the free platter that we received uh, very generously from management. It came with wings, riblets, as well as the um. I would call them like chicken poppers i I don't know what else to call them like crispy chicken chunks you you
0: keep talking about it and i'm gonna look up what it was
1: yeah i I believe that's what it was called so um it also came with dill sauce um and it's interesting to note too that this sample platter was actually the only dish we received that did have the dill sauce
2: that's true um
1: and the dill sauce i thought was great so Mm. i thought it was interesting it wasn't necessarily in anything else that we ordered independently uh, because it's worth getting, I thought it was delicious. Um, I'm trying to kill more time while Chris is still looking up the name of that chicken dish. I'm
0: having technical difficulties. All right, let's, so let's, just let's move see on. the Chicken
1: poppers. All right, so um, <laughs> let's let's start with the wings, shall we? We'll go in order. Or... I thought
0: the wings were really good. Um, I uh, we're gonna we're, we're starting with our rating, correct? Yes. Is that not yes. Mis- is that not the mistake? That's, that's what we and do. So I'm calling the wings an eight. Okay. Okay. That's my number. I thought that, they're, that they were the right sauce and the right amount of seasoning, mm-hmm. so that it was distinct but didn't take away from the chicken flavor, which for me is a big thing with wings. Um, and I really enjoyed. I don't know what you would call that particular sauce. Maybe somebody else has a or a flavor, or somebody else has a has a better description of it. I, I really couldn't put my finger on it, um, but it was really fantastic. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And that's my that's my take on the wings.
1: Uh, the wings. I'm also going to give an eight. Um, they were nicely seasoned. They didn't have any sort of coating on them. Uh, no extra flour coating or crunchy coating. Um, they had a nice natural crunch on the outside, very juicy on the inside. Um, they were very peppery, uh, which I liked. Not excessively peppery, but you could taste the black pepper in there. Um, the skin wasn't soggy or rubbery, which I thought was really important. Yes. And you could also taste the smokiness in these wings, which I appreciated. I agree. And uh, what what's your rating?
2: I give them an 8 as well. Interesting. And I one of the reasons I like these wings so much is because they reminded me of my mom's. My <laughs> mother. I know. Yeah, they really did. And I've never gone to a place ever where I've had wings like my mom makes them. And she never makes them. But I remember the, these wings tasted very similar. They were crispy, but not too crispy. They're, they had a little bit of grease, but not too greasy. And they weren't really salty, and they seemed to have like a nice garlicky, I think, flavor. Did you not send, feel like it was kind of garlicky? I felt it
1: was more more peppery and less garlicky. I have garlicky. peppery,
0: yeah. Um, there yeah. was definitely garlic. There
1: though. was garlic in it, yeah, but the, yeah. the, the, the main note for me was, was, was just like a clean yeah. pepper salt flavor. Okay, so
0: are you ready to have your minds blown?
1: Is it called chicken poppers?
0: No. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. The So the chicken the, the small chicken thing that we had were called... Buttermilk chicken poppers, oh, which makes okay. sense because yes. there was definitely a buttermilk coating. Yeah, sure. Um, but the wings, and I don't, I didn't taste this at least not super obviously. So maybe they did a different version for us, or maybe I'm just bad at picking up on this particular flavor. Lime? But the only wings that are listed on the website are maple smoked chicken wings. Oh. Which I didn't get from that. Oh, though.
1: I did not get that at all. I think they
0: may have done something different for us.
1: I wonder. Those yeah.
2: didn't taste like maple to me. No, but they were really good. I come from the Maple Woods. <laughs> and I didn't taste any maple. <laughs> the maple woods.
1: Land of maple. The, woods. Land, of maple the woods. land
0: of maple and heaven.
2: <laughs> our family Unless uh, they you meant know.
1: like maple wood, like like smoking yeah. with maple wood. Uh is that a possibility? Rather than maple syrup? That's that's, they didn't even taste particularly sweet, as no, compared no, to other things no, we had. No, They were peppery so that's and garlicky. confusing. Meat. Yeah, yeah, but they were yeah. great.
0: They could. It could I mean, ma- It could mean maple is in the type of wood.
1: That that might be what that they mean. They were definitely. They were very smoky. They were definitely
0: smoked. They yeah, smoke, but I couldn't. No I couldn't that. nail no. that
1: specifically as being maple.
0: Well, maybe we'll call them and we follow should, up. We should that out i don't think that's gonna happen though because <laughs> i'm a very lazy man i can do it all right all right
1: so okay next up were the the crispy buttermilk chicken poppers yes is that what they're called yeah buttermilk
0: chicken poppers
1: okay these i'm gonna give uh you know i'm gonna give them a seven um i wrote that they had a pretty straight up chicken flavor with salt the white meat was juicy not dry they were just what they were very simple Battered chicken poppers. I wasn't blown away, but I also wasn't disappointed. They were exactly what I would imagine a chicken popper to be. Right. Nothing to write home about, but I wasn't sad either.
2: Right. Do Seven. You, I just want to know, what makes something a popper?
1: The ability to pop them in your mouth quickly.
2: Is that what it is? Yeah, it's
1: more of a finger Because whenever
2: I think of jalapeno poppers, they, I always thought it was like the cheese popped out No, no, you. A no, a popper is like that... the
1: actual aspect so, okay. of being grabbable okay. and easy to nibble on.
0: My question is if you're making the popping noise with your mouth, do you do the Do you do the finger or do you or do you boom, do boom, the boom, boom.
1: Oh, I how do I do it? I don't I do neither. I do the click. The
0: that's not a yeah. pop. That's a click. I think
1: that's the closest that,
0: I can do. That's a sound effect from a very scary horror film. You're fired <laughs> for making popping noises. <laughs> I
1: <I've>,
0: mm. <laughs> make any noises. Oh, deeds
1: was good.
0: Do that again. Oh, that's the other yeah. one that you can do, yeah. the flick on that's the outside. That's the
1: advanced pop Well, you, noise. you do it
2: with your tongue and you do the flick at the same time. That there, gives it the raindrop.
1: That's why I'm dating him.
0: There's a, because of that. Because yeah, of that. He's because I his make mouth. sounds with Let's my mouth. let translate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a great <laughs> episode of Cheers, though, where they're singing the lollipop song. Yes. And 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 they keep mm. doing the, the, the hook in the mouth thing. Mm. And they're trying to sing it, but they don't know the lyrics. And Frasier... Who was on Cheers prior to doing his own show is just sitting there getting more and more annoyed. He's supposed to be like too highbrow for this BS, um, but they don't know any of the lyrics, so he eventually loses his mind and yells out the lyrics. And then he goes, "And for God's sakes!" It's and he does the hand the, the pop. pop, but the hand pop on the mouth mm-hmm. as opposed to the hook in yeah. the mouth thing, and it's much better than anything, like than any of the ones that the other ones, the other cast members were doing. And and then I think I think that's actually the opening sequence of that episode, hmm. if I remember. And then it goes into the the cheer song, where everyone knows your name.
1: I haven't seen that episode.
0: <laughs> that was probably the worst anecdote I've ever told I just, in my life. I'm
1: just bad at making popping <laughs> noises, but I'm okay with that. But um, you're good at
0: making clicking noises. I though.
1: am. Later, when we have the clicking chicken, I'll be able to okay. fucking ace that. Good. Um. So, what was there? A, a, a number that you gave the oh
2: the poppers? Yes. Uh. So the poppers, I gave it a six. Okay. Which was probably less than what you people's gave. You gave seven. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. The poppers. I don't know. They just felt like I could taste some buttermilk. So that was good. Yeah. But to me, it was just like like little tiny bits of chicken that you need to dip in something.
0: Yeah. You know, but that's most chicken. Yeah, I guess you know, sure things. That like you're I doing. said, yeah. it was just
1: chicken, right? Yeah, like, it, was it was just, just like what chicken, you would, what you like would expect. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't have much to add. I gave it a seven. Um, I would say that I, I definitely appreciated the buttermilk. I definitely appreciated the crispiness. That nice
1: crispiness. But it,
0: but it is your your standard chicken, you know, uh, appetizer type mm. thing.
1: Yeah, but, not mind blowing. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what about so the, the, the thing, riblets? The riblets. Yes.
1: All right. So the riblets. Um, I'm gonna give the riblets a six. Um, I wrote sweet, sweet and smoky uh, with uh, cut scallions and sesame seeds. Can taste the smoke. Uh, very. The, I also wrote the fat was very rendered down. Um, so riblets, of course, are these the little ends of the ribs. Um, so there's you know bone, and you kind of eat around them the way you would a chicken wing. Um, I thought they were fine. I, I didn't really have, I honestly don't have much to say about them. They were quite sweet. Um, they weren't super fatty. I did find the fat was really rendered down, like, so you could taste more of the crunchier bits of fat on the outside of Agreed. them. Agreed. Um, they weren't particularly meaty, but to be fair, that's the meat. Like, that's the cut exactly. that you're eating. They're mm. going to be bony. Yeah. There's going to be areas with ample meat. There's going to be other areas where you're really kind of carving it out with yeah. your teeth. Um, so they, they weren't particularly special for me so i would give them a, a, a six
0: okay i'm gonna give them a seven um i thought there was a really good flavor the flavor was quite enjoyable um and they were just the right amount of dry for a riblet because riblets are always dry mm-hmm. in some variety or another and i would say that they were just the right amount of dry not too dry like you can get at some places um, but not too wet that they're kind of gross and mm-hmm. and weird so that's what i would say i don't have a lot to say about them dean i gave them a six um again i'm no barbecue
2: professional
0: by any means. But, like we uh, are. We're pros. <laughs> we're pros uh, experts. I, I'm just My last that. name is Barbecue, actually. I'm not sure if you knew that. Is I come that what from
1: Melito Mal- means?
0: No, it's, I Melito's, that's a made-up name. Okay. I come from a long line. My great-grandfather was John Barbecue.
1: <laughs> of the Maltese
2: barbecues. That's yes, right, correct. They, they call it, they pronounce it barbacoa. They do. Yes. Yeah, that's yes, correct. I, yeah. I understand that. You've done your research. I, 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 uh, I went on Wikipedia. I looked up barbecue yeah, yeah. just before I got on the show. Thanks for researching, baby. Yes, cool. I, I tried. But uh, I just found that these little riblets, I found them a little dry for me. Uh, I don't know what they're supposed to be like, but uh, they, I thought the flavor was nice. If you gave me a bag of them and I was watching some sports, I would probably eat them.
0: Cool. Yeah. That's actually, if you think about it, that's actually a pretty... That's probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably yeah. sort of what they're yeah. designed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the last thing to talk about in this uh, free, lovely um, uh, sample pickles. platter we got were the dills. Well, two things, right? The dill pickles and the dill sauce. Yeah. Okay. The dill sauce. I loved it.
0: It wasn't too dilly.
1: It was delicious. I, it was incredibly creamy. Yes. I described it as creamy and rich. It had a bright, fresh dill flavor. Yes. Without being overpowering. Um, I loved it. I thought it paired really well with the wings. That was a total Sigourney for me. Excellent. Beautiful. I loved it. Um... The house pickles I thought were also good. I wrote salty and delicious, not soggy, little bit of crunch. Yeah. Um, the dill sauce was great. And as I, I mentioned earlier um, in the podcast, I didn't want to get too carried away. I found it almost tragic that the dill sauce wasn't featured in other stuff we ordered. Because as it turns out, had we not got this comp platter, <gasps> we would not have had the dill sauce. No dilly. No dilly. And I... It's. I think it's genuinely a great sauce to get. Yeah. Um, so if you're ordering something that doesn't come with the dill sauce, maybe ask for a ask side for of dill, dill sauce. Yes. Yeah, so it l- is delicious.
0: Ladies and gents, if you're at Smoking and Bones and you're not ordering something that comes with the dill sauce...
1: And you like dill. Yeah, I o- think it's definitely worth having. The only um, thing I
0: would add to that—that that was really good. The only thing I would add is that usually dill sauces are overpoweringly dill. No, and, and this, this wasn't, was not. This no, wasn't, no, no, this was very. I, I'm a
2: big fan of the dill sauce. Yes. Yeah. And I was a fan of the pickles because yeah, I thought they are very good palate cleanser. Tell us more of the pickles. Well, I've never really had a good pickle. No, that's not true. That's a sign <laughs> for line. Um, no, uh, I thought the pickle was a very good. Palette cleanser they weren't like the most amazing pickles but like between each app i would have a pickle and then like just clean that palette pretty well yeah
0: yeah cool well i think that's all that we need to say about the dills and the pickles is is people don't care about the the
1: platter so thank you smoking bones for doing that that was really cool yes
0: thank you indeed but we should point out that we worked very hard in our own at least my tiny mind to attempt to separate the idea that they gave us something for free with regards to how we would feel about anything else.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. So
0: just but just so everybody knows, put it all out there. We were given that for free. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, I think we should move on next to the mains. What should we do first? Let's start with the ribs. Dean, well...
1: And specify, um, too, because we had two different types of two ribs. Two different ladies types and of gums. ribs. We had the side ribs and the baby back.
2: Yes. Well i am going to start with the side ribs okay i think in my opinion the side ribs were my favorite ribs of the night Um, i found them smoky moist Uh, i liked i like the fat on them Um, uh, they just seemed kind of very flavorful very smoky Um, the kansas city style barbecue sauce i thought was was pretty good um but yes, I definitely enjoy them much more than the baby back ribs, which I guess I'll talk about later. Well, but anyways, the I would give these ones, I would give them a solid eight. I like them. Like, I would come back for those ribs. Mm-hmm. I thought they were pretty good. Nikki?
1: Um, all right, so the side ribs. Uh, like Dean, I like these much more than the baby back ribs. Uh, I would give these an eight as well. Um. They weren't as, and I don't know if this was just the style difference between the side ribs and the baby back ribs, or maybe the baby back ribs didn't. Um, work out as well but I found the biggest difference between the two was that the baby back ribs were charred on the top
0: the bark mm. on them was, was, significant. was significant
1: yeah it was, it was very thick and because it was such a heavy char bark I felt that with the baby back I could taste the burnt flavor more than I could the meat flavor whereas with the side ribs they weren't as charred mm-hmm. on the outside, so I could enjoy the flavor more. I also found them uh, more flavorful because they actually had more fat on them. Yeah. The side ribs. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there were there was a nice combination of the meat with the with the um, with the sauce with the sorry the fat with the sauce. So I just thought it was a better flavor experience. So I would give the side ribs an eight. I did like them. I would go back for them. Yeah. The baby back ribs. I would probably give them a six.
0: Oh, okay. I, yeah. I
1: really wasn't a fan and I was I was really surprised. And again, I don't know if we just happened to get a rack that was perhaps more barky than they anticipated. I don't know what the right word is. Um it just it was a little too burned for my it had too much char and it kind of lacked in flavor as a result of that.
2: I found them not user friendly. User friendly. Like, yeah, I, like trying to grab them with a fork, I couldn't and, all right. and then when i was trying to chew it it was just like really hard and like like nikki just explained i found the f- like the char was such a strong flavor it kind of overpowered everything I, c- I like my ribs juicy and like i don't know that seems to be a real occurring thing for me all right Cheering, moist. oh
1: one more thing i should add um and i i thought this was brilliant and i've never seen another barbecue restaurant do this yet they would provide you with a brush yes. for your sauce. Why is no one else doing this? Everyone
0: should be doing Everyone that. That was very should be smart. doing yeah. what Smoke
1: and Bones is doing. Yeah. It is smart. It's not messy. Nope. It's more hygienic. And it's fun to paint your meat with a brush. Yep. Um, So we ordered several dishes where they would give us a a little thing of barbecue sauce. I think Mm -hmm. almost everything. We had three brushes. I I did count three. No, it was three. We each had our own brush. We each had our own brush, but on different uh, things. That's right. uh, uh, um, Mains. So I love that because you could just dip your brush right in, get as much as you wanted, Mm -hmm. and then pass your brush to the next person. There was no pouring. There's no sticking your fork in. No sticking a spoon in. It's smart. And you, so, could, you could
0: get barbecue sauce exactly on the meat in the place that you, and place it you want, it. In the place you wanted and perhaps yeah. nowhere
1: else. Mm. So I'm going to give them a lot of credit for that. Never seen it before. Really smart. Everyone should be doing it.
0: Yeah. You know who would really appreciate that is Bob Ross. He Bob would have Ross, really appreciated he, that. He would have. He would have Paint painted happy one ribs. happy rib.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and on this rib, we're going to make a nice sandy kind of reddish brown. <laughs>
1: Get
0: her. Get her. Rest rest what in peace. What are the colors? Like Bob Ross. I'm, I'm, nice. always yeah, have lots of me. great names yeah, for colors. Like
1: Sandy
2: ochre. Sandy ochre. Sandy.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That kind of sounds like the name of like a old baseball player? Yeah, or like a comedian. Sandy yeah. from like
1: I like comedian better. That works better. Comedian, yeah. yeah.
0: Although a baseball player works, too. He
1: worked with uh, Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Rodney, Rodney, Opening up for Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Oker. It could be a horse, too, to me. It's oh, it a horse. could be a horse. Yeah. Like yeah. A racehorse? Sandy Oker. Right
1: really I can't even mm. say Ochre right now. Sandy Ochre. So, yes, uh, I digress. Uh, the brushes were great. Yes. Now, Chris, ribs, you. Okay,
0: so I'm in a different position as you guys. I, uh, so what bump, I'm going to say bump, is the back bum. ribs. I'm going to give an 8, too. So I agree. I thought the back ribs were very good. Um, you guys are right about the fat. And uh, you know, content and all that stuff, and they were very flavorful, and I liked them. Um, but I'm actually going to say the baby back ribs. I'm also going to give an eight to.
1: Interesting. I liked them a
0: lot. I appreciated the bark. Hmm. I liked the flavor of the bark. I liked that it was thicker than normal-ish. I hmm. didn't find them too hard to handle, and hmm. I didn't find them to be too dry either. I thought they were just the right. Amount. They weren't. I find fall off the bone ribs to often be too overcooked. Um, so in this particular case, I found these these ribs to be cooked exactly the right amount. They weren't too dry, they weren't too wet, they weren't too fatty. Um, I, I really appreciated them a lot. I thought they were quite good. So I give them an eight. Nikki paid me to say all these things. <laughs> don't say that. I don't have I'm money. just kidding. <laughs> our our integrity is also
1: too. Why would it? Why would I be paying you to say something to agree with you? Time? To make yeah. you look
0: good.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't need that. I don't need your approval.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, don't stop talking. That's, that's, a, the, that's the whole point of why a... you're here. Um, you're not go, getting
1: that paycheck. Let's
0: go. Let's go, let's go brisket. I will start off.
1: Okay, brisket.
0: You just said you don't need to pay him, and then that, you say you're the not joke. getting this. All right, all right, all was
1: right, 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 right. right. Wait a, a
0: sec. Joke. I'm not getting paid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knew that Dean was also a foley artist in his spare time? <laughs> uh, let's go on to the brisket. Uh, the brisket, I think, um, I, I think it was fantastic flavor of, of the actual brisket itself. Um, it was maybe a little bit dry Mm. and the, um, outcome of that little bit of dryness was that it was flaky. And now normally when you hear of beef being flaky, that sounds bad, and you would think that it was bad, but I'm still going to give it a seven. I still definitely would eat that again, no doubt about it. If I was there, it would definitely be one of the things that I would have. Um, but it was a little bit flaky, which was a little bit weird, but the flavor was fantastic. The bark was nice. The way that the meat, the fat, and the bark all separated from each other, I thought was perfect exactly the right ratio of those things and the bark was a very nice tasty um uh seasoning which i think is pretty similar to the bark of seasoning on the bark on the uh, baby back ribs um but yeah that those are my thoughts on that i give it a seven dean uh i gave the
2: brisket a seven because i like brisket um I, i i thought it was good um it didn't like. It didn't like make me go bananas for it. Like I wasn't super crazy about it. There's something else that's coming up later that I might have been super crazy about, and I'm not gonna spoil it. Don't spoil. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. But uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a decent brisket. Cool. Yeah. Nikki.
1: Okay. I'm also gonna give it a seven. Um, I also. I felt that it was quite cut quite thin little bit thinner than i'm used to that's just a style thing whether you want to make it a little thicker or thinner in the presentation um i did describe it also as flaky i thought the flavor itself was excellent Mm -hmm. it had a great flavor Mm -hmm. um and i thought the fat was really delicious as well Mm -hmm. um it didn't have much of a bark um and I would say that's more of a, like, it's a, it's a preference thing. That may have been a piece like, that
0: you got, because I had quite substantial bark on a couple of mine. My... I didn't have bark on
1: any of my pieces, and I, mm. I, had, I had two pieces over the course of the, the meal. So I had one bit, and then, um, like, maybe 20 minutes later, I had another bit. I didn't really have any bark at all. Like, I didn't have any barky chunks, any chewy, crunchy bits like that at all. Um, one might
0: say that it was all bite and no bark
1: one one might um so yeah i just it was it was delicious but i i like a little bit of bark but again it's a, it's a preference um but because it tasted so great i will give it a seven uh <clears throat> i also just want to say that the brisket came with a um cooked red cabbage side um so the cooked red cabbage it was a uh, very vinegary and sugary Um, I described it as when you have your first bit, it kind of gets the back of your throat a little. I actually found that it gave me a little bit of a dryness because it was quite vinegary, Mm. but also very sugary at the same time. Um, In fact, the first bite I had was almost reminiscent of cherry candy because it was so sweet. And I don't know whether they're using... Like, I don't know, a Dr. Pepper or like a cherry Coke or something, but it almost tasted like candy. And I thought this was a fluke. And then I waited and ate some later and I got the same first impression with the first bite. It goes away. That that kind of candy kind of attitude went away after the first bite, but it it did come back the second time. But I think it's worth mentioning.
2: I think when you told me to try the cabbage, because I had the brisket without the cabbage the first time. And then when I went for the cabbage, I had it with the brisket and... It seemed to be. I should have mentioned that earlier. It did taste a lot better with the
0: cabbage. Oh, I didn't even try that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I we should go back. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna pause the podcast now, and we're all gonna get back in the car and go back to smoking bones, and so I can try that. No, it. it like, I thought it was pretty damn good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, so next on our list of items, Could
1: we talk about the mac and cheese.
0: You want to talk about the mac and cheese? Or should we? No, no, we can totally go mac and cheese. Go mac mac and cheese. cheese. Go mac it up, up, Nikki. All
1: right. This mac and cheese is a little (laughs) bit of an enigma to me. Um, I, I love mac and cheese, and I really wanted to like this mac and cheese, and I didn't. And the main reason for me was because it didn't taste like a mac and cheese. I would describe it more as a mac and white gravy.
0: Yeah. Um, Mm. Or when we were talking about it at the restaurant, mac and cream.
1: Mac and cream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently they use a sharp cheddar according to the menu. I honestly did not taste cheddar.
2: No.
1: I barely tasted cheese. It really tasted like a a Portland style uh, white gravy that you get on a biscuit um with sage that's what it tasted like to me um, it was spiral noodles the sauce was not very thick uh, throughout the course of the evening it did thicken up quite a bit because it had been sitting out so you know everything's solidifying a little um, it didn't bother me that the sauce was a little bit more runny that wasn't my issue my issue was i just didn't taste cheese It was good for what it was, Mm. but it wasn't cheesy enough for me. I wouldn't have known there was cheese in it had someone not told me. I would have thought it was a pasta cream kind of sauce. It also had an herb garlic uh, topper, uh, just like a... a a regular like breadcrumb style herb and garlic topper. Um, I didn't particularly taste a lot of herbiness uh, with the topper either. Um, I would I would give it a six. I I want to give it higher, but just because I didn't taste the cheese, um, it was it was not my favorite thing of the evening. Dean,
2: uh, the mac and cheese. Yeah, I just <clears throat> to be honest. Whenever I go to restaurants, I've always been kind of apprehensive about ordering mac and cheese at a restaurant because I just feel like that's just something you can make at home. Um, but I, in recent years, I have discovered one place that does make which, that do make really good mac and cheese. So now I'm a little biased because now I just hold everything up to that standard. And that place that place's mac and cheese is amazing. So uh, yeah, I just felt kind of let down with this mac and cheese. It it did it did seem a little runny. Um, I like my mac and cheese a little bit more crustier with, you know, with the crust on the top. Yeah. Um, overall I'd probably just give it like a five, which is probably the lowest thing I'm going to give in this whole podcast.
0: I'm going to say seven on the mac and cheese. I agree with Nikki that it was not as cheesy as I would like. But I felt that um, the flavor was really good. So as a mac and cheese, maybe I would give it a five. Yes. But as a meal to what some sort of pasta dish, I would give it like a seven. I guess is maybe mm-hmm. I, I okay if, if it's okay for me to give two ratings.
1: No, I think that's fair because sure. I thought the flavor was good. I just wouldn't say yeah. that was a mac and cheese. I just
0: I like my mac and cheese to be thick, almost almost like like cloying. Like if I pick up mac and cheese with a fork mm-hmm. and turn my fork upside down a good portion of that mac and cheese should stick to the fork and not fall back to the plate. And this definitely wasn't going to do that. I did notice that it solidified a little bit as it cooled, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which obviously that's going to happen, but I would have appreciated more of a cheddar or maybe even a sharp cheddar flavor to it. And according to the menu, they use cheddar in it, but I was not able to detect that. And I don't think you were able to detect that either. No. Neither was no. I. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nicky's, Nicky's, Nick, Nicky's, Nick, Nick, Bean Minute. Bean Minute. Pew, 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 beans. Oh, beans!
1: Hi guys. Okay, Beans Minute. Um, these beans—they had beans here. That's great. They didn't have beans at the last place, which was Breakwell. So I was really happy I could report on my first ever Nicky's Bean Minute. Okay, so they these beans—I would give them a six overall. Not my favorite beans but not the worst beans either. Um, I would say that they were almost, uh, they weren't hard. It was like, if beans could be al dente and still edible... Those would be the beans. They weren't... Wait,
0: are you using...
1: The word al dente to describe beans? Are you using
0: the the rating system for cooked pasta to describe beans?
1: Yes. All right, okay. It's fine. Um, Whatever. It's not much a rating system as it is a description. Um, They were a little bit harder than I would have expected. But at the same time, I kind of liked that they had a bite to them. They weren't by any means undercooked. They weren't raw or anything of that nature. They just weren't as soft as I'm used to getting in barbecued beans. Um, They came with uh, a brisket instead mixed into it rather than pork. That was also different. I'm used to getting more of a pork flavor with the beans. Uh, The brisket was uh, not fatty at all. There was no fat in the brisket. Um, They were sweet and tomatoey. Um, they didn't have a fatty flavor, and I would say they weren't at all disappointing. They were decent beans. Six from me for beans.
0: That was Nikki's Beans Minute. Beans, 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 beans. Beer, 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 beer. Oh, beans. <laughs> Dean, did you try the beans? What are beans? <laughs> <laughs> like, in general? Uh, Should I look it up? I'm I was getting, getting all existential Are you a human
1: beaning or a human doing?
0: <laughs> well,
2: beans <laughs> rhyme boy, with my name. This so reticule. I kind of know a little bit about beans. I
1: legit said, bean, can you pass the beans? She did. I, did you? I did. Yeah, I, she, called, yeah. I called Dean bean. She did. More than once, I think, too. I think she did. Yeah. So No, I,
2: I enjoyed the beans. And I enjoyed that there was brisket in the beans, which I've never seen before. Uh, number? Uh, I would give it, um, I'd give them a, I'd give them seven. Hmm. They they were sweet. Like, I thought it tasted like a very. Yes,
1: I described like, them as sweet tomato tomatoey.
2: But I mean, like, I think there might have been like a boo, like maybe like a boozy flavor. Possible. I wouldn't I be surprised. I thought I sensed the boozy flavor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The aforementioned uh, Dr. Uh, McCoy from Star Trek used to like to put bourbon in his beans. As,
2: yes. As, For real? Yeah, as yeah.
0: referenced in Star Trek V. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he well, is that's a, a
1: nice little... Look at those We tied that up in a nice little bow, didn't he we? He is a doctor, so you should
0: listen to him. <laughs> you, that's correct, yes. Yeah. And a McCoy, and has a long history of <laughs> making beans. Beans. Yeah. yeah. I also tried the beans, but I'll be really quick, because, again, nobody gives a shit what I think about beans. Um, they're awful, because all beans are. Um, they're terrible and disgusting. You really shouldn't
1: be rating these at all.
0: I know. I'm not going to rate it, because it would be a zero. Um, but one thing I did notice about the beans, and I don't know if you want to comment on this, Nikki, is that they didn't look like the standard barbecue beans. They didn't have that like dark brown and like and that's like, partly because really of the way sticky. they were
1: cooked because they weren't completely oh, cooked God. down. Mm. So they didn't have that same kind of more mushy, slidey texture. And that was as a result of them being-
0: So they were more frijoles than frijoles. beans.
1: Frijoles. They just, they weren't as mushy as I would have, or soft as I would have expected from a barbecue bean in particular, mm. that's all.
2: That's cool, I'm yeah. with you. They were good beans. That's all I have to say about that. I'm going to stop talking again. No,
0: it's fine. You're okay. doing great. You're
2: here
1: to talk.
0: Uh, I, think the next, I think the next thing that we should talk about is the rib tips. So we had the Mm riblets as a part part of of our our free platter, Mm -hmm. but we also had the rib tips and I'm dying to know what Nikki thought of the rib tips.
1: Okay, these rib tips were not what I was expecting at all. I figured they would be very similar to the riblets that we had.
0: Well, they are Um, the same cut. Same
1: cut of me, but a very different presentation in Mm. terms of flavor. Um, they were, um, coated in a batter to begin with. The others weren't. Um, they had a smoky, spicy flavor, which I would describe more as almost a chicken wing seasoning. Um, the note I made was that they were, I I said, imagine if wings and rib tips had a baby, was my comment. Um, (laughs) I felt...
0: The most beautiful baby ever to live.
1: Ever created.
0: Better than Jesus. It was... No, we're gonna get we're gonna be like the Beatles. We're, I just got us in massive trouble.
1: Saying well, we're By not saying
0: better. No, but we're, we're not saying, better than Jesus. No, rib tips. But the rib tips were better than Jesus. rib
1: tips if they mated with a chicken wing. Yeah. Would be
0: would be the best baby that ever lived.
1: <laughs> um so I'm gonna give them a seven. Um they were smoky, as I said, um I thought they were also just kind of fun to eat around the bone, the way you would eat a chicken wing as well. So if you're into like gnawing and really like getting the meat off the bone, uh, they really have that going for them as well. Um, they were And they were just significantly spicier than I was imagining. But I, but I wouldn't describe them as hot. Um, uh, if they were chicken wing, I would say they were kind of a, a medium or medium to mild flavor in terms of, uh, you know, that, that type
0: of heat. Okay, I hear you. Um,
1: so I enjoyed them, but I, I liked them because they were a surprise. Not what I was expecting. A very different flavor profile from anything else we had there meat-wise.
0: Dean?
2: Uh, I would give the beef tips a 7. And Rib tips, you mean. Wh- whoops. Sorry. Rib tips. Yeah. Uh, I'd give them 7. I found them... Instantly, I remember when I first bit into it, I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that because they seem to have like a vinegary
0: flavor. Yep, there's some in there.
2: Yeah, like that was the first thing. So it really seemed like dy- it was like a, dy- a dynamic change from what we were eating. And it kind of woke up my senses. It kind of sucker punched me in the face. And uh, they seemed smoky. Uh, they had like a peppercorn y kind of flavor. And there was some sesame in there, I believe. But I kept thinking they had like some weird Asian kind of Asian flavor. You know weird I
1: mean? Asian flavor?
2: Not weird, Asian sorry, it's not weird. Just
0: Asian Unusual? Flavor. Unusual Asian Unexpected. flavor. Unexpected Asian flavor. All right. Yeah. I hear you. They are described in the menu as crispy rib bites, smoked, spelled S-M-O-Q-U-E-D, <laughs> very clever, uh, battered and fried, tossed in our smoky hot barbecue sauce. And I am going to give them a nine. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. A nine on the rib tips. They were spicy but not overpowering of the actual flavor of the ribs themselves, which I which I liked. They were chewy, but in a good way.
1: They were chewier than the other ones. Than yeah. the other yes. rib tips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah or the riblets. F- yeah, more more fun yeah. to gnaw. Yeah. Um and I would absolutely eat those again. I would in fact consider ordering from one of the multitude of different ordery. Well, I guess Foodora is really the only one in the city now, right? No, they there's were...
1: many. We actually mm-hmm. saw quite a few different food But Skip people. the Dishes
0: has now become Fedora, right?
1: No, I saw Skip the Dishes yesterday somewhere. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure no, Skip no, the no, Dishes is just... Foodora. I don't know.
0: I'm going to look it up. You guys keep talking. I'm going to look well, it up. Anyways, I'm going to give it a nine. I was really impressed with them. I thought they were absolutely hot, awesome. Hot
1: damn. I hot thought damn
0: visually they looked good too, though. Oh, yeah. You're right? Like They were yeah. kind of red
2: and they had like these black peppercorn specks on them. It, yes. It was very pleasing to the eye.
1: Yeah, to me, they Aesthetic didn't have confusing. any sort of Asian flavor at all. To me, they tasted like, uh, like a mild, mild to medium wing. Um, I didn't find them particularly hot. They
2: were not. Um, hot, But
1: no. I have a very high tolerance for heat, and so does Dean. Dean in particular is a very, very high. I'm not for
2: normal. Heat. It is true.
1: Uh, and ah. uh, they, I wouldn't describe them as hot at all. No. Um, like no. if that if that's their hottest sauce. Yeah. You're pretty safe, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm a very confused individual. It's just eat that became skip the dishes, and then Fudora. Okay, yeah, because I was separate.
1: like, I just saw Fudora back mm, yesterday. Sorry.
0: No, I know okay. Fudora is still doing. Yeah, it, it was still separate, and Fudora also took over for. I forget that there was the name of a of a Toronto know. based people
1: Uber, Uber
0: Eats is yeah. still a thing, of course. Yeah. So you um, like
1: this enough? I would. And you I, would order. I would this. order them for delivery. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that, I don't know if they'll deliver big, this far the,
0: east, that, but
1: that's a that's a big. Promotion. Yeah. I mean, that's... yeah,
0: yeah, it was really good. I think the next thing that we should talk about should be the cornbread.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: it sounds it sounds like Dean wants to Dean go wants first
1: to go on the, go corn in on bread. the cornbread. Go for it.
2: I like cornbread so much that after I had some, I was trying not to uh, skew anyone's rating system while we were eating because we were trying not to talk about what we thought of it during the process. But uh, I kind of said. Hey everybody! You should probably eat this next.
1: <laughs> you did say that.
2: I did yeah. say that because there was butter. There was this amazing butter on the side. Well, let me just get down to it. So the cornbread, I loved it. I love cornbread. This cornbread was great. It had hints of vanilla. Could you taste there, the hints there of vanilla? Was, there
0: was something sweet in there. So I there can't there's quite some, some sort of, of vanilla.
2: I did not
1: taste any vanilla. No, no. I could taste vanilla. No.
2: No. Maybe I'm crazy.
1: I'm not saying you're wrong, I but I, I don't... We I
0: don't, all taste things differently. Yeah, I didn't... All of, our, our lovely taste buds are a panoply of <laughs> unique right. experiences for every human.
1: But I, really don't, I really don't think there was vanilla in
0: those guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. In your face, Dean. <laughs> so,
2: I suck. Anyway, <laughs> so it was also served with this you heaping suck. amount of butter... But it was kind of like a beigey kind of it butter. It was a
1: whipped butter.
2: It was yes. a whipped butter. And, and how was it flavored, dude? Well, when I spread that amazing heavenly butter goodness onto my cornbread, and I bit into it, I was like, this isn't just butter. It's cinnamon butter. And I love cinnamon. So this... Was amazing, and I give it a nine.
0: Whoa!
1: Ooh, hi. A
2: nine. Hi. I give it a nine. A nine. And later on, I tried it with my other favorite thing that I had here, and that Which was, we can't talk about. I yet. Can't, can't talk, talk about, about yet. just yet. But when we do talk about it, I'm bringing it up again, and it's also going to be
0: amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm going to go next, and I'm going to agree with Dean in that it is a nine. The cornbread was a nine, and he could taste vanilla. Yes, I. I, owe, no. I could taste double vanilla. No, that's not true. I, I didn't taste vanilla, but I did taste something sweet in there, uh, which, I, which I appreciated. And I definitely, absolutely loved the fact that the outside was the right amount of crispiness for cornbread, yet the inside was mm-hmm. the right amount of softness mm-hmm. for cornbread. Mm-hmm. The only gripe I had was that when I have had really authentic like southern cornbread in the past it's always been um incredibly obvious that it's made with cornmeal and that you, you every so often there's a cornmeal grain that you get and I didn't have that with this so that's my only gripe with it and the only reason why I wouldn't rate it a full 10 okay. um but it was a 9 it was absolutely fantastic that butter we talked mm. about this on the first um on the first podcast that for me a 10 is something that makes me stop and think about all the greatest food I've had in my life and just that moment where you where time kind of stops and you go, oh, wow, is this ever good? The butter was that good. It just really made me like pause and, and enjoy that experience. And the cornbread itself was fantastic. And again, this is another thing that if I was ordering out from this restaurant or going back there, absolutely 100% would, would have that. Nikki?
1: Uh, cornbread was a nine for me too, guys.
0: Oh, high cornbread marks! Yeah,
1: no, it was it was fantastic cornbread. Uh, okay, where to start with this cornbread presentation alone? When they first dropped it off, because it does have mm-hmm. that whipped butter, they put it in a pastry bag and they they put it in um, spiral the, the little spiral tube, you know, much yeah. like you would like extruded extruded pastry mm. um, decoration. And so right away when it dropped, and I saw that beautiful heap of butter and i saw that it was brownish in color as dean mentioned mm. i thought oh my god does this come with a whipped brown butter what is this concoction i also noticed of course right away that this cornbread um they're done in as like little individual loaves as you see in pictures um on our, our uh, podcast um sorry our uh, instagram and uh, facebook <clears throat> so as a result of that each individual little loaf was crunchy all the way around. Sometimes when you get cornbread, it's more of a loaf. So when you come mm-hmm. into that loaf, you have the crunchy edge, but it doesn't offer a lot of edge. Yeah. This one had a, it was like eating a cube. Oh,
0: that's a good point. And so yes. because it was yes. a
1: cube, that meant that you had extra crunch on the outside and the moist, delicious cornbread on the inside. So that was the first thing I noted was this is smart. Yeah we get maximum crunch on the outside it has that exposure because they're cooked individually
0: it was like two mid rise it was like two mid rise apartments next yes. to each other yes yes yeah. little yeah. little yeah. Like
1: condos yeah, yeah beside each other um, and the butter was fantastic it made it more almost of a dessert type Product yes, sure. and that was something I, would... I mentioned too was that you could eat this for a dessert. Yeah, um I think it works great as a side. I don't think it's too rich to be a side. I yeah. don't think it's too sugary or buttery to be a side. However, this would make an excellent end to your meal yeah. if you wanted to eat it at the very end.
2: Yeah, instead. it could be that vanilla that's in it. It's... It could be that. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: right. I'm, yeah. I'm going yeah. to venture
1: to say, okay. It, I almost feel like calling call them, later to confirm it. this. I'm
0: very lazy and will never do I, it. But you I should wanted, call them.
1: No, I'm curious because I like <laughs> to think I have a pretty good. They might pallet. not tell you though. What if they're
0: like, you they, can't. No, we they, can't tell you that. That's
1: fair. That that that's you know. They're that's under no obligation to tell me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're
1: under no obligation to tell me. But I would I would endeavor to guess that the reason you guys may have manifest vanilla hallucinations.
2: Oh. Is because, I used to do a lot of vanilla is, In my college years is
1: because Back in
2: the 70s
0: yeah.
1: um, It's because it was more of a Dessert like product And so as a result of that You might taste notes of vanilla that weren't necessarily There
0: so I, I would say a note for Our listeners if you're going to smoke and bones Which I absolutely recommend that you do go um, Maybe because it's a side So if you order it with your platter If you decide to get a platter um, I would highly recommend telling them Can you bring the cornbread last and having that as your repost, I believe, is the correct word.
1: If you, if you yeah. I yeah, mean, If, if that's you can what have I it prefer. at the end. Yeah, it's, yeah. It works great as part of the meal, as a side. But yeah. I think it also makes a, a great end to your meal as well. So, uh, bravo on the cornbread. Indeed. It was amazing. High marks from all of us. I just
0: okay. want to make sandwiches out of it. That's oh, that I would I like. be good. It, it would yeah. be good. Yeah. 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 I think also it would be nice, like, you're, it's like, it's like 1130 at night. And you need a not a, a not insubstantial uh, midnight snack, mm. and you're like, oh man, I totally remembered that we still have some cornbread left. And then you go and get that piece of cornbread at 11:30 at night, and you yeah. heat it up a little bit, the and oven. then you and then or in the toaster oven, and you put a little bit of the the butter on it, yeah. and then you eat it, and then you go to bed very happy. Yes, yes. That's why I think it would be perfect for well, that. Sim butter. Cinnamon butter and a hint of vanilla. <laughs> vanilla, so if good. If there
1: was a vanilla, I could. I can accept their view. What would you do
0: if there's vanilla in it? Like I, okay, what do we what do we get? I will out give you 2 dollars each. <laughs> Ooh. See, now here's the thing. I got to point this out. I'm not saying that I necessarily tasted vanilla, but I definitely tasted something sweet not in the butter.
1: I'm talking about yeah, I don't think there was any vanilla anything in the cornbread. I'm referring to the cornbread, not the butter. No. There was I don't think there was any vanilla in the butter either. Only one way to find I don't it. think there
2: was vanilla in the butter. I just you I think thought it was I in could cornbread? I could
0: I could taste vanilla notes. Vanilla notes? No! Vanilla notes McGee over in, here on the other other side. Yes. I
1: know. I,
0: there's only one way to find out. There's, I'll yeah. call them. No. We have to break in and find Look the recipe the card. That's what we're going to do. Or we could do. just
2: keep eating it until we all agree that there's somehow oh, vanilla <laughs> notes. That's a good bread. idea, too. I guess yes. it's an excuse yeah. to eat it more. But I'm yeah. often
0: confused as um, Tom Cruise's Nathan Hunt in the Mission Impossible. So I feel like if you guys want, we could break in through some sort of skylight or something and I could hang down right above where they keep the recipe cards.
1: Or I can just call them.
0: And then, Nikki, I want you to do... The Mission Impossible theme dun,
1: dun, 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 while I'm dun, hanging dun, there, dun, 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 and then we realize that like the
0: people who work in the kitchen haven't actually left yet, and so uh, they come upstairs and they're like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> all you had to do was call us, and we'd have told to you there's no vanilla in there." Which dummy. is what I'll
1: do. Yeah, okay. Um do I do really, that. I did not taste any vanilla whatsoever.
0: We don't need to break in. She's gonna buy us all vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That's a good idea. If, if yeah. two dollars if, worth if, of
1: vanilla ice if cream Dane was for right.
0: you. You have to buy all of us nitrogen ice vanilla ice cream. Oh, that's, well, that's
1: expensive. Can that's I just buy cool. regular nitrogen. vanilla ice cream?
0: I want Chapman's. Or wait, what's the one that? What's the Chapman's Canadian, cheap and cheerful? What's the one that, the Canadian one that we like? Chapman's. Chapman's. It's cheap and cheerful. The people who had their whole facility burned down, and then they had to rebuild it. That was Chapman's, wasn't it?
1: They had their facility burned. I just down. know so, yeah. that
2: they pretty much employ the entire town of. Of wherever, of, wherever of Chapman, are. Chapman. Just, <laughs> of Ch- Chapman, <laughs> Chapman,
1: Chapman, Ontario,
0: Billburg, yeah. yeah. Ontario. Ontario. It's in Ontario. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, look it up.
1: Oh, you beat me to it. Okay, so
0: here's the question. We, while I'm doing that, you guys talk about the one last thing that oh. we had that we have not yet talked about. That I don't even want to say what my thoughts are on it because I'll go, I'll go last or second or something like that. But Nikki, do you want to do the last item?
1: Um. Okay, I'll I'll start. Do so it. I, I think we all uh we, we didn't plan it this way, but I think subconsciously all three of us wanted to save, dare I say, the best for last. Um I thought the pulled pork was fantastic. Um it was unlike any pulled pork I've ever had anywhere, and I can genuinely say that what they had going was unique um all to them. Um <clears throat> all right, so Unlike a lot of other pulled pork, which ends up being um, very soft and kind of uh, pulled to the point where there's mealy strings of pork or tiny little threads of pork, this was different. It was chunks of meaty pork and rendered fat. It had a texture and flavor. That wasn't as saturated in sauce and wasn't ultra soft like a lot of other pulled porks. Um, It wasn't a traditional style pulled pork. I felt like it was really unique onto itself. Mm. I don't know if they're emulating a different style uh, from maybe a different place or a different country, different origin. I'm not sure. I've never had it before. Um, It honestly didn't even look like pulled pork when it came out. I didn't know what it was. I thought that
0: they had mistakenly given us the peppercorn beef that they said they didn't have any of. Yeah, it didn't
1: look like a pulled pork looks. Yeah. Um, But it was fantastic.
0: What rating do you give it, Nikki? I'm
1: going to give it a nine.
0: Whoa. It was
1: delicious. Mm. Um, It was, it was the, uh, along with the cornbread, it just never let me down. Every time I had a bite. I was really happy. I could understand how some people would say, you know what? That's not pulled pork. It's too different to be pulled pork. Those eh. people I are say... idiots. Bunch
0: of Harvard elitists. I say... Yes. <laughs>
1: I say they're wrong. I loved what they did. I love that they had the guts to do something different with a pulled pork and maybe say a big fuck you to all the pulled pork purists out there. Um, it's I, all you
0: pulled pork fat tourists. cats in your ivory tower, <laughs> your ivory tower. <laughs> this isn't your grandfather's your, your pulled pork trough. <laughs>
1: um, so it was. The, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I was really delighted by it, especially since it was so unique, and I felt like they were taking a risk, and the risk mm. totally paid off.
0: I, I, yeah, uh, Dean, do you want to go or do you want to go last? Uh, you can go ahead. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time ever. Oh
1: shit! I know it's In the history coming.
0: of, <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. So you guys gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I have no idea what drumming on the table sounds like uh, on this on uh, our rig here. Um, but. For the first time ever in the history of Smoky and the Biscuits, b- Smoky and <laughs> the Briskets, can't What's even that? say it properly. Although Smoky and the Biscuits is pretty good, too. That's too. Cute too. All yeah. right. Well, maybe if we do a cookie-related, yeah. we'll call it Smoky and <laughs> the Biscuits. Okay, so in, for the first time ever in our 1.75 episodes of this show, I'm giving it a 10. Oh, oh Doug, the hot boo-
2: dog. Boo-
0: <laughs> <laughs> the pulled pork was undoubtedly one of those time stop moments. Mm. It was absolutely fantastic. My notes on it are that it was the best thing that we had and the best thing that we've eaten so far on the, on the show. Um, the per- the fat content was perfect. Mm-hmm. As Nikki mentioned, the mm-hmm. rendering was done exactly right. The flavor was so smoky, but none of those things took over for the fact that it was a pork dish. Yes. It was still for, you know, this is going to sound awkward. It was still very porky, Mm-hmm. I loved the pork flavor. I it was so satisfying. At the end of the meal when we were getting our leftovers packed up, there was like leaf, like scrapingly bottom maybe a tablespoon's maybe worth a maybe a tablespoon's worth and we're like no no no, if that's coming home. Yeah. Somebody's getting that. Yeah, the uh, waiter looked at us funny when we were scraping yeah. it into. Yeah. The he was beer. like, "You want to take that? Uh, you are maybe crazy." Uh, you, I don't know why I made it. Jean-Christophe. Was there
1: a waiter jean Chrétien? He was not. No
0: he was, no, he was he was he was French, but he was a proper Frenchman like, I think from so. France yes. as opposed to. Yeah. That was the impression Yeah, she was not. I, I don't yeah. believe French yeah. Canadian, but yeah. yeah, but he was our second waiter after Cat. Yes,
1: after Cat, yeah. I think
0: yeah. she must have gone on break or something. Yeah, the Cat disappeared. Yeah, did.
1: halfway through. Yeah. yeah,
0: but we were very well taken care of. We try not make it sound yes. like we weren't. No, we, we were yeah. very well taken care of. But yeah, so it's a ten for me. It was amazing. Damn. Blown away by it.
1: It was delicious, Dean.
2: <clears throat> so I thought it was horrible, and I'm never going back. No, I'm absolutely kidding. No, that was my that was my favorite uh, dish, just like everyone else. Um, and uh, you know what? It it seemed to have the uh, oh god, my phone just went black on me. Uh, I thought oh no, it was... you lost
0: your notes? No, no, no! It, it came back. Okay, I just went to sleep. <laughs> we all have iPhones, right? It's just like people listening to I my voice. Understand. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so from now on, if our if our other diner, because um, uh, Alvin was one of those. Wieners that has an Android phone or whatever it is <laughs> he, that he is has. An but what we should do is at the end of every episode, after we've taken our notes in Notes. Do you use Notes? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We should share them just in case. We don't uh, want to lose that's our smart. notes. That's a smart idea. Oh, that's idea. A good. Just idea. in yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. We'll and our guest them. diner can do the same. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead though. I'm oh sorry. yeah.
2: Right. So the pulled pork I thought was moist, had the right amount of fat. I could really detect the uh, like a hickory flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was obviously Are you my sure favorite. It wasn't vanilla. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> they
0: are both trees.
2: I'm, I'm about. I'm about to go there. Just <laughs> hold on a second, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. because what did I do once I tasted this amazing pulled pork? <gasps> oh, that's I good. took my cornbread, and I put the pulled pork on my cornbread with butter, with the cinnamon butter, mm. and then I consumed this stuff, and my God. Um, so it you, was amazing.
1: Do you know what we call a good flavor combination here at Smoky and the Brisket? You would know this if you listened to all of the first podcast.
2: Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a Sigourney it's Weaver. It's a
1: Sigourney Weaver.
2: Why yeah. is it a Sigourney Weaver? Please explain to, to the for,
0: people. No, I'm sorry. We're not. Have I to think to you should to explain
2: episode. to all the new listeners who have yet to go back to episode one.
1: We only have two, we really only I... have two isms here at Smokey and the Brisket. Yeah. Um If you listened to the first episode, it came apart. No
0: wait, Don't we have three? Wasn't there another one as well?
1: Another third thing? S- wasn't a there third
0: a, a third thing about?
1: Maybe it'll come to me. Maybe you only should think of put this.
0: these. You should put these. Isms Probably write these a wall. down in our show. Yeah. Book. Yeah,
1: we should. Yeah, yeah. yeah we should.
0: <laughs> show book. like show That's book. a thing that we have. All
1: right. So <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> there's there's essentially two isms that we have yeah. uh, that came quite naturally in the first episode. We like them. We decided to keep them. Uh, if something is a great flavor combination, we refer to it as a Sigourney Weaver. Yes. If something is not a good flavor combination, either because it came out that way or we decided to mix something with something else and belong. it just didn't work and we don't recommend it, yeah. that's a Bobcat Gulf weight.
0: And if you listen to the first episode, we're not going to tell you why. You have to go back and listen to the first episode and, you, and you'll understand why. Yeah. And also, quite frankly, I'm not sure that I can recount how we got there <laughs> accurately.
1: I can actually. But I know, I know that. I. I know that. It's such a roundabout thing. I was
0: describing with my voice what the bad flavor combination sounded like, and I made a noise that was similar to Bobcat Goldthwaite, and, and then you Alvin, you named it Bobcat Goldthwaite. I named or, it a
1: Bobcat, but yeah. Alvin was the one who commented that you sounded like bobcat, bobcat. Yeah. To which I said, "Oh, thank you for reminding me." Remember how I said I wanted to explain how I got to Sigourney Weaver? Oh
0: yeah, so this is the other thing. So why did we, why okay, did we we're choose going, Sigourney Weaver we're going on as the opposite of a Bobcat Goldflake? I should have said this it's a, a good very tangent. beginning it's of a good this tangent. episode.
1: Okay, so after we established that a Bobcat Goldflake was a bad flavor combination...
0: Yeah, which we, is not to say that we think Bobcat is bad. No. It was just because of no, the noise it just, that I made. It, just,
1: it made sense. Yes. Um, we decided then, well there had to be, what would be an equal but opposite person or actor yes to represent a really good flavor combination yes i came up with sigourney weaver almost instantly i'll tell you why uh, okay good because I'm, alvin I'm questioned it know. and at the time i didn't really understand and it wasn't until i got home later that night <laughs> and i'm not kidding i was lying in bed and i thought oh that's how i came to that conclusion so this is what my head did thinking opposites i thought of bobcat Golfway. then i thought What's another 80s popular kind of nerdy character? I thought of Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis is in what movie was Sigourney Weaver? The greatest Ghosts? film of
0: all time. One of
1: the best films <laughs> in the world. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's,
1: I just came at that to it that naturally. So I just blurted out within a second, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver, to which Alvin was like, how did you get to that? But that's how I got to Sigourney Weaver. Um, it's another 80s icon. I mean, she's still relevant today, but, you know, in the 80s, my um, dog. she was a big deal. So, so um, all right, I like that, it. That, that's how that's I a came good, up it. That's with a good it. enough explanation
0: so, um, as any, I it's think. It's
1: silly, but yeah. here we are.
0: So, uh, Dean, uh, you didn't give us a number for the pulled pork. What, what would you say? Okay, I'm going to give the pulled pork a
2: nine. Another it, nine. Because mm-hmm. it was my favorite, uh, other than the cornbread, but combined... It would be like a nine point five
0: with the cornbread together. Whoa, together.
1: <laughs> a true yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we and uh, can you also so let's also do now because we've we've finished up with all of the right. different options uh, for the uh, for the different food items that we've had our different ratings. Uh, Dean, give us your rating on the entire restaurant experience as a whole. Over the, so for the overall experience, <clears throat> I would give it an eight. Okay. Like right. I thought.
2: Just yeah. Like. Definitely that pulled pork and that cornbread. Like, I'm going back for that. Like, it's so damn good. I'm with you on that. Nikki, what's your number? I'm
1: also going to give it an 8. I thought the food was fantastic. We also were lucky enough to try a lot of different things here. Um, I don't know if we'll be that fortunate to experience so many flavors in one place at the same time. Uh, And that was partly a result of the um, comped uh, extra, you know, dishes they gave us. Um, So because I got to experience so much and all those flavors and the majority of which were total home runs for me, I would definitely give it an eight, and the highlight was absolutely uh, the pulled pork.
0: I'm also gonna give it an eight. Uh, the pulled pork, the um, rib tips, and the uh, cornbread really blew me away, really did it for me, and I really did like those baby back ribs as well. Um, so that's that's that, so it's three eights, and we're all in agreement on that, and it mm-hmm. was an actually ex- excellent experience. Mm-hmm. Um, We have a little bit of Toronto Barbecue news, in fact. I've got two items that I wouldn't mind bringing up. The first one is, um, and our, uh, I I, I hate using the term thoughts and prayers, because really, I mean, it doesn't really do much, but um, I've sent a little bit of of money out to um, the people in California who are uh, going through horrendous wildfires right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the stories that came out of that, which I think is really beautiful, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, uh, uh, ex-Queens of the Stone Age, ex-Nirvana, has a... Barbecue business of some particular variety. I don't think it's a restaurant. I tried to research it, but there's very little information about it. Um, It is called... um, Oh no, no, I've lost that information. Anyways, uh, oh, back, back backbeat barbecue is what it's called. Barbecue 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 is a a barbecue business of some variety that uh, that Dave Grohl operates, and he went out to some of the firefighters in Calabasas. Um, near to one where one of the fires uh, was happening. He didn't want them to go hungry, so he brought them a whole bunch of his barbecue. And I just thought that was a really nice, touching story. And, and, and everyone here at Smoking the Brisket hopes that uh, the wildfires are, um, you know, brought under control as quickly as possible. Yes. And that that um, orange idiot to the south of us um, uh, stops trying to make the situation worse by spreading the... Uh, uh, mendacities that he's been, that he's been saying about the improper California fire management, etc. Blaming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, something. so we're hoping that both of those things happen and that, um, the people who are missing are found, um, alive and safe. Uh, and, and for those who lost someone, um, our, uh, you know, our thoughts go out to you and we hope that, uh, that you're well. And, and obviously, um, everyone here at smoking the brisket, uh, suggests some sort of, um, you know, if you've got something that you can donate, uh, for those people who are in need right now, please please do so if you can. So that was one particular... But that's pretty cool that Dave Grohl would do that. He's a pretty cool dude, isn't he? I didn't I? even
1: know that happened. That was, that was news I could use. I had no idea.
0: You like that? <laughs> I like that, <laughs> yes. Do you like Dave Grohl?
1: Um... I like him. I think I like him more as a person than I do his music. That's co- totally cool. I, I yeah. he seems like a very likable really down to earth good guy. Yeah.
2: He's a real um, pounder on the drums. Yeah, he's he I think he's really a great them.
1: drummer. Yeah. Not a super fan of his singing voice. No? Not really my right. no, not my jam. That's fine. Yeah.
2: Everlong was an okay song.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm not a big foo fan.
2: Well, he just
0: Nikki, he just wants to be your monkey wrench.
2: I, I can't even think of to say this one. I always like
0: that Mentos video. Uh, I it was was. It... Hey Nikki, do you like barbecue?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you like eating outdoors? Yeah. Do you wish you could eat barbecue outdoors in the winter?
1: Not unless I'm no. warm.
0: <laughs> well, now you can.
1: Is your name Nikki Dean?
0: No. <laughs> the, the 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 big the Big Crow <laughs> Grill House at DuPont and Saint George, which is a little bit more well known as just like a straight up restaurant, although they do specialize with some barbecue, they have an outdoor all weather patio.
1: I've been on it. You have? I have.
0: Okay, well now I feel like a jerk. Why? I'm well, not a jerk, just like I'm behind the time. No, I didn't know no, about No, I've
1: that. actually been there twice.
0: Oh, okay. What do you um, think of it?
1: It's okay, so
0: we'll go there at some point in time. We're gonna go there.
1: Um, My biggest takeaway from the experience of doing this twice is because you are in this, you know, area that is closed off, that is still outdoors, but covered off, and there are heat lamps, but it's also in the area where their smoker is.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, when
1: you leave, everything you're wearing smells like smoke.
0: I don't, is that a problem?
1: Well, I it's, don't it's see. pretty heavy. Like, it's a pretty saturated, so you smell like you've been sitting by a fireplace, like, for days. Or a campfire. I mean, unless and you're warm work- It doesn't go away. Like, it took me, I remember with my winter jacket, it took days and days and days before the smell came out. I didn't find it particularly pleasant. Like, by the oh. time, by the time I got home. That sounds like a home, feature
0: and not a bug to by me. By the
1: time I got home, I just didn't want the smell anymore. Also, it's actually pretty cold. Um, despite there being heat lamps. So when I was there, I still had my jacket on.
0: Ah.
1: Um, but it's fun, and the I, food's good.
0: Well, we're going to try and do another episode of the podcast prior to Christmas. I assume we should be able to squeeze in. Yeah, we
1: should in. be able to do um, Please
0: do note that most of the barbecue joints in Toronto, as well as the, the barbecue catering joints in Toronto, offer... Uh, Christmas turkeys but you got to get your orders in quickly so that they can prep for it and everything so don't forget that that's another little piece of barbecue news that's that's good Nikki can you take everybody through uh, Smokey and the Briskets uh, a wonderful social, social media, media presence or haphazard social media if you, if you so, wouldn't mind
1: So in advance, uh, we just got to apologize to everybody because when we started this... (laughs) Because we're rubes. It it turns out that the name Smokey and the Brisket is taken by various platforms in various degrees.
0: But no podcasts.
1: No podcasts. And no
0: Toronto barbecue podcasts. No,
1: but as a result... All of the names for our social media are slightly different. We tried, guys. We tried, but, but we it should couldn't. be.
0: We should point yeah. out that if you just do a straight up search in any of those platforms, you will find us.
1: That they'll all be connected. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. But go ahead. What are, where what so are we on Twitter?
1: If you're on Twitter, uh, you find us at smoke brisket on instagram it's at smoky brisket brisket podcast on facebook it's at smoky brisket and on our website it's smoky which is our um provider for our podcast yeah. dot com. and of course we're available where all good podcasts are found it's all the platforms uh you'll be able to find us
0: that's excellent i just want to close out with one small note oh two small notes actually first thank you very kindly for joining us, Dean, it's an absolutely fantastic. Thank you. you
2: for having me on your show. I enjoyed it immensely, and um, I didn't have to pay, so that was
0: pretty good. <laughs> all oh. of our, all of uh, uh, our guest
1: e- e- diners' dining
0: experiences for all smoking the brisket guest diners are <laughs> furnished for by, by the... <laughs> Chris and Nikki,
1: <laughs> Bank of Melito and Ashworth. Yes, founded two thousand and eighteen. Uh, I,
0: I would also like to um, point out the Chapman's. The ice cream people oh,
1: going back to are, are in
0: Markdale, Ontario, which is in Grey County. Markdale, and indeed, uh, September fourth, two thousand and nine, a major fire did gut the Chapmans. Two thousand
1: and nine. Uh, wow. Yeah.
0: So quite a while oh. ago, but that did indeed happen. And then I think like the community banded together, and everyone was like, "Let's buy Chapmans, yay!" And they all got back together. And Chapmans is is my go-to standard ice cream for ice cream. Mm. Um. And that's the ice cream that Dean and I are going to be eating when we get proof that there's <laughs> vanilla.
1: It's not in the, corn in the cornbread. Bread. It's Not in the cornbread. I will it's be. Totally I honestly will be shocked, and I will, will be the first. I will be you're... the first to admit I'm wrong. If it if it ends up being true, I will gladly say I was wrong, 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 wrong. Will you shocked. eat? Will
0: you eat a hat? Because you know, if there's, it's if it's such and such, I'll eat my. hat. If
1: it's made out of something edible to begin what with, if it was like a cornbread rice made paper, of
0: Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah, um, the devil's food. No. Beans, a bean hat.
1: A bean hat. Oh. Would you eat
0: that? No. What about a cornbread hat? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll do that.
0: All right. That seems. Weird. What has vanilla in it? Fruit leather. Exactly. It would be a <laughs> vanilla cornbread. Yes. Hat. Mm,
1: fruit leather. Something malleable, so it's like hat-like.
0: Oh, you know you could make a hat out of um like fruit roll up or fruit by the foot. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. Like fruit fruit, yeah. fruit. fruit leather. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think anyone should eat that. No. No. Just make ties out of. Well, uh, joining us for our uh, episode 002 of uh, Smoking the Brisket uh, was Dean Broughton. Dean, thank you very much for ha- for being aboard. We thank really you. appreciate it. My name is Chris Melito, and I'm with... Nikki Ashworth. Thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic day.
1: Good night.